In today's episode, we're going to be talking about curses in Dungeons and Dragons, so stay tuned. Hey folks, I hope that all is well. So, like I said, I want to talk about curses today. And this applies uh, to Dungeons and Dragons, this applies to Pathfinder. This can really apply to any tabletop role-playing game that uses curses in the game. And I believe curses and cursed items are really interesting in the tabletop role-playing kind of hobby. In video games, curses, you know, it feels like curses are typically used by the developers to have a direct effect on the player. You know, that effect may force the player to progress the storyline in a particular way. Um, it almost seems predestined, right? That the developers, you you would be cursed with something or you would have a, a cursed item placed upon you uh, or given to you. And now this was, you know, almost made into the story and it was written by the developers and the video game designer and all that good stuff to be part of it so it almost forces you to um, live out that curse and to have that item so therefore the player's actions are deemed and are determined by the curse itself but in tabletop games and especially like dungeons and dragons curses are very different Curses afflict, you know, the, the curses that can afflict your player, it's per, they're numerous because you have official material from WotC or Wizards of the Coast, and you have like homebrew material, and not only your own homebrew material, but things that people have like kind of kitbashed together and created uh, throughout and shared, you know, throughout the internet and throughout the community. So those curses tend to be kind of mysterious. It tends to to really focus on, um, you know, different aspects of the game, but they're just numerous. And I really like some of the things that some of these dungeon masters and storytellers and, and so on and so forth have created. A lot of content creators um, making really memorable stuff here. And I really believe that curses should definitely be incorporated into your game. Curses um, can do a lot for your game. It can create a lot of interesting story hooks. It can drive campaigns in a number of different directions. But most importantly, I believe curses can make your game better by forcing your players to respond and react um, to the story in a different way. You know, curses can be utilized to add uh, a significant change or a memorable change in the story, or it can cause, a, or it can be as a consequence to a choice that the players made. So it's going to force, or it's going it, it, to, and I shouldn't say force, but in this case, it's going to force them to respond or react in a certain way. Now, with all that being said, let's talk about what I mean by responding and versus reacting. Reacting has a positive, um, negative kind of connotation to it, right? A reaction is typically seen negative, um, and a response is seen more positive. But in this case, I'm kind of talking about it from a more um, kind of gray area, from a more neutral stance where a response may be um, dependent upon, or a, a reaction or a response rather, are gonna be dependent upon the player. 
it's going to be uh, dependent upon the stimuli that are given to the player. Um, so cursing a, a, a character or cursing an item that the, that the player holds is going to cause that player to respond or react in a different way that, may, that perhaps will progress the story or it may hinder the growth of a character. So let's, let's choose an example. Perhaps, you know, one avenue is that the wizard is searching for, you know, more knowledge on something and they take the risk and read a book that ends up being cursed. And now it changes their life. It changes who they are. It changes what they do. And it actually reminds me of this of a book series that I've spoken about called The Dwarves, where one of the wizards in his pursuit of knowledge and his pursuit of friendship with another wizard cursed him. Um, he, you know, he became cursed. And I don't want to reveal too much in case you all decide to uh, read the series, but he eventually becomes cursed and, be and it changes the outcome. It changes who he is as a character. And again, it, it, it completely um, brings into another point. So that's how I see curses. I see curses as this thing that can either, you know, stimulate growth or can hinder growth. Um, it can cause a player to act in a way where now they're solving, they see this as a problem and they need to solve it. And I think that's a great thing. I think that um, it's also, you're also going to see that players can overcome obstacles. And this is a great way for them to overcome an obstacle. It shows people, it shows players that they can overcome this other obstacle. Um, so in order for that to work, I think that you have to be very clear and set on certain rules. Particularly, how, you know, how do curses work in your world? You know, that's kind of a, a rule set or a thing that you have to consider and abide by. How do you remove curses? How does that work? Because... You know, if you remove a curse in the game, it could either deflate this, it can deflate the tension that you were um, stirring in the story, or it can end the arc in a very beautiful way. So you have to be clear how, you know, those things work. What are the mechanics of curses in your world? How do they work? What causes a curse? How can someone inflict a curse? All these different questions, and, and that's something you're going to have to communicate with your players, you know, you know, outside of the game and during the game. Um, you're going to want to talk to them. You're going to want to role play with them and let them know what the magnitude of that is. And you can, again, you can do it easily through role play, but it's going to be during that time um, and to let them know, hey, this is part of the storytelling element and this is what's going on. This is how we do these things. Um, because again, simply removing it may be different, but you know, we, those are things we have to talk about. Those are things as game masters we have to talk about. Uh, now, for, for the folks listening, I want to make sure that you gain the ultimate value that I can provide and I want to talk to you about how to implement a curse. So, implementing a curse. The best way to do it is through items, through speech, and through action. 
those are the top three ways you can implement curses and this is how i implement curses in game for at, you know at my players i you know number one through an item so the player has to either touch that item or they have to be in physical contact or in the physical presence of the item depending on the magnitude of the curse and that cursed item is a result of either the previous owner uh, the type of item that it is or that it was used for or a combination of all those things so if an evil lich has their spell book and a you know maybe a wand or something that they used and a player's nearby maybe it calls to them or it may be something else i don't know but point is it's going to be something that it's a physical item that it's tangible they can touch it they can you know they can grasp it and that maybe solidifies the curse or or it you know enables it another way is through speech so either an npc of some sort good or evil could bestow a curse upon the party member just by stating a curse that's where it gets a little tricky right you know in the real world when we heard curse words those were words of curses it was a word where or a statement in which you cursed someone or you damned them so i take that same type of methodology and again hence the reason i say good or evil because the person who's quote unquote good may curse something out of frustration or may curse something out of fear and they don't know the repercussions of it but it actually happens i go back to the statement words are powerful so when someone says i hope that x thing happens to you that can be seen or viewed as a curse and therefore can have implications so maybe that farmer says well i hope you know you know, I hope that everything that's bad in this world happens to you guys um, or you all because of what you did to my farm. That may sound like something really, you know, naive or really silly or even really innocent. But that in depending on the mechanics of your world, you can actually incorporate that where that is, a, you know, that's a curse. Um, and again, it could also be ritualistic. So it could be like voodoo where the actual person is performing the curse and they're kind of performing that magic over it and over the party members. That's, you know, more similar to what we know. Um, and lastly, a curse can be an action, right? It could be someone casting a spell in which the result is a curse. That's probably, and that's probably the more forward way versus through, you know, like a ritualistic speech. That's a more common way. Um, so those are some of the three ways you can do it. And again, removing a curse, like I stated earlier, is going to be specific to you and specific to your campaign and really entirely up to the party. You could have your party go on a quest to remove a curse or you can have them, you know, maybe write something specific to that character and have it be where that character has to go on like a personal quest, right? The hero's journey to remove said uh, curse or to find a way to remove a curse from the land or whatever it may be, whatever you just decide, um, it, that might be subjective. That might be specific to the player and to that character. So in that sense, I typically go with that personal journey. I go with the hero's journey where the character, if they're cursed, they have to find a way to remove it themselves. Um, if it's a high level curse, it could be a low level curse where you know, a simple ritual could remove that 
from the player and they can kind of live their normal life. But depending on the severity, they have to seek a personal journey. They have to kind of go on that journey of, okay, I need to find, you know, the removal of this this curse. I have to live with this curse and I have to respond with this curse. But I have to find a way to adventure and do what I like to do with this curse and live with it. So it gives them an ability to role play in a different way. They're, you know, maybe they're not going to be as dependent anymore on what they typically do, on the skill sets that they have. And because they have this curse, now they're not have they're not able to rely on that thing. And it actually helps them think outside the box. So again, that's how you use curses. That's what I believe curses. They're a great tool for the game master to keep in their, you know, tool belt, so to speak. Um, that's how I plan on doing it. And that's how I've used it in my game. I think it's actually one of the more practical ways of um, using curses because at the end of the day, it fits a story arc and it fits the storytelling and world building formula that we as game masters should always try to pursue. Well, that's it, folks. I appreciate y'all listening. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and let me know in the audience what you want to hear next. But until next time, keep gaming.